Hey kids! And that's the phrase that made me famous by winding up some people who live very close by. So this one's for you, you know who you are. Hey kids! From Tiffany. Hey kids! Hey kids! Now that was just for you. So here we are, episode 43 of Piercing the Veil. We continue to set the world on fire while watching it burn from the cosy confines of Geek Central. We've got a pretty packed show tonight. We've got a lot to get through. Um, so, without further ado, this is me, Robin Pierce, with... Me, Steve. And me, Tiff. Their surname is also Pierce, except for Tiff, who in the very near future will be changing in to 60 days 60 days yeah, well 60 days as of tomorrow to pierce hyphen jones okay. are you looking forward to being tiffy double barrel huh. i've actually been wondering how to like you know because you get used to your signature have you been practicing your autograph in case somebody asks for it oh maybe you know i'm very famous <laughs> wow just Wow. So, Steve, are you going to keep the, the Pierce name, or are you thinking of no, changing it. it to something like, um, you know, Von Strucker? No, no, I'd keep it. You'll keep it, okay. You can change it by default. Yeah. You can. I've actually looked into that, because I have a middle name that I don't particularly like, and I never use it, and I was thinking of just getting rid of it. Now, Sean your betrothed, yeah. is changing his name to Pierce Jones. Yeah. And I was thinking, hmm, I've already looked into this deed pole business, but from my point of view, it's it's probably easier to just ignore yeah. it. Yeah. Just let it die. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'll do. So, we've been up to some stuff since the last time we met, which was two weeks ago. <coughs> Two weeks ago, we were talking about Space Jam, Escape Room, old Ghostbusters trailer, and the Doctor Who's next, and do we even care? We didn't. We didn't. And we still continue yeah. not to. Um, right. This, this particular issue, what are we all up to? Let's start with... Tiff. Hello. Hello. Um, so on Saturday, uh, we went to watch, sorry, Suicide Squad at SeaWorld. Oh, hang on a second. Suicide Squad? Two. There's no Suicide, suicide... Squad two, two, two. It's the Suicide Squad. Do you mind squad. the Suicide Squad? If you want to be pedantic. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Okay, we're being to pedantic. To differentiate it from Suicide Squad. So they just put a the in front of it. That is correct. Yeah. Very original. Well, say that to your beloved Robert Pattinson, who is going to be in The Batman next year. Is it next year? Yes. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay, go ahead. Suicide Squad. Now, we have all seen it. All three of us. Yes. Although, opine. next time, I'm not going to let the very nice woman on the snack stand let me go for a large, because I couldn't finish all the popcorn. I took it home with me, but you know. Is this popcorn still in existence, or has it been finished? Oh, it's been finished now. Right. But also, if you have a large popcorn and you can't eat it, that means that with 
how it is with masks. You can eat. So sometimes if you're having difficulty wearing a mask, it's better to just buy a large popcorn and a drink so that you're holding it. So even if you don't eat it all... You put a quick mouthful yeah. in before she gets to you and tells you to put your mask on. So you're eating. Oh, yeah, nobody told me to put a mask on. My mask yeah. was down the whole time because I, I was still grazing. Oh, you were grazing. Yeah. I was okay. grazing, that's, yeah. That's okay. I was still eating it throughout the film, but I just felt like I was defi- oh, halfway grazing, through. Grazing is permitted. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I got an icy, which I really wanted, and popcorn, and then she went, oh, do you want to go large for one pound? And I was like, oh, go on then. And then I was like, halfway through, I was like, I'm defeated. On the icy? No, the popcorn. What flavour icy? Mixed, always mixed. Cherry and blueberry. I always have mixed. Just like you? Yeah. Yeah. Just like you. Um, okay, so uh, uh, well, tell me, was your <laughs> popcorn tasty? Was and it I had salted? that mix was too. Was it sweet? Oh, oh salted no, and sweet. I had a good mix, yeah. Although I really do miss the fact that they don't do buttered popcorn. But I think that's only America. They've, ne- they've never done buttered popcorn in the UK. Why though? In because you have to heat the butter up and you drizzle it over. Yeah, but America can do it, so why can't well, the UK do, do it? If you want buttered popcorn, you have to do your own at home. Because in America, oh, when do you had a subscribe it there, and save on Amazon. When we did it in America. Why are you laughing, you brat? <laughs> because it's funny. For the uninformed viewer, <laughs> listener even, I did subscribe to a bi monthly supply of microwavable popcorn buttered. to be confused. What? Buttered popcorn. Buttered popcorn. To be consumed during our weekly Friday yes. night fright that we do. But why did you do that? To save me having to order it over and over and over again. Yeah, but why did you order it in the first place? Because I like popcorn. You liar! You did it because I brought over one because I bought popcorn first off Which Amazon. Which I ate and enjoyed and I wanted more. And then you did a subscribe and save. Yes! <laughs> Look, you're in no position to judge me because... You were so easily persuaded to go large on everything at Cineworld. Yeah, but it was only a pound. Ah, uh, that doesn't matter. So <coughs> like, I, I I'm probably, as easily like, make led that as you are. At work. What? I probably make that pound whilst having a pee at work. You're paid to pee? Yeah. How many peas are you paid to pee? <laughs> Five times, depending how much coffee but, you drink. Um, okay, this is going into a strange yeah. direction, <laughs> and I'd like to bring it all the way back to Suicide Squad. The, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad, directed by James Gunn, fresh from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was fired by Disney for an ill-advised tweet several years oh. ago. As soon as he was let go from Disney and Guardians 3, Warner Brothers, in a coup, snatched him up, snatched him yeah. up brought him to the DC Universe, gave him a choice of what he wanted to do, and he said, I'll take the Suicide Squad. Which seems like a no-brainer to me, because with the Guardians and with the Suicide Squad, what you have is a bunch of misfit reprobates, no-hopers, odds stacked against them, they are lovable goofs and mercenaries. 
We, I suppose if you see the list of charges against them, we shouldn't like them, but we do. Yeah. So the Suicide Squad, for the uninitiated, is a crowd, um, a squad of DC supervillains currently in Belle Reve Prison. They are serving sentences that they will never survive to see the end of. But enticed by Amanda Waller, she's assembled them as Task Force X, who go on, predictably, suicide missions. Missions where it doesn't matter if they don't come back, but if they do, they'll knock a few years off the sentence. Yeah. Okay? So, if they go off mission in any way, there is an explosive device Which right at really the base of their smart. And kaboom! I mean, why don't they do that in real life? Because I don't think they've invented radio-controlled small no. amounts of dynamite that can be <coughs> exploded in your cranium, plus it would be unethical, and plus if they had come up with such a they thing, tell you. you would never know oh, about yeah, it. Okay. See, I think with the Suicide Squad and DC, and a lot of people would disagree with this, I think that compared to Marvel did a fantastic story with the Infinity War saga. Yeah. Absolutely love that saga. Fantastic. I find DC completely refreshing compared to Marvel these days. Because I kind of... I don't know if it's because I wasn't that keen on the Loki series. And I'm not that bothered with the What If series. Oh, I haven't even seen any of that yet. But it is on now, isn't it? It is on. On what? Disney Disney Plus. Plus. I've not heard of it. Right, it's based on their old comic title, where you take their characters and basically you change things around. Like one is, what if Peggy Carter had had the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers? And they tell that story. Right, okay. So I'm guessing they're just one-off episodes. They're just one-off episodes, they're not part of the continuity. Yeah. one of the ones that they had in the comics, I think the comics go back to the 70s, late 70s, early 80s yeah. maybe, I'm guessing here, but I think they did do one, um, which I've never read, but sounds really goofy, and I think I'd like to read it. What if Aunt May had been bitten by the radioactive spider, not Peter Parker? Well, ah. they, one of the ones that I really don't understand, and it's been confirmed that this was suggested for What If, but they turned it down because it'd be too horrific, was What If, you know, and with Peter Parker as Spider-Man, what if he became a spider? They kind of sort of did that in Spider-Man 100, where dramatically at the end of it, he grows an extra four arms. But this is what I don't understand. How have they said no to that because it's body horror? We can't body horror. We can't show that. But in the very Why same. Why can they make a fly movie? But then? in the very same breath, on that series, clearly the Marvel zombies are there. Well, <coughs> I think part of it. Ant Man. It doesn't turn because into Part of it is, I think, if Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider and actually became a spider-man, 
then he would have to spin webs and in order to do that yeah he would have to drop the bottom part of his tights <laughs> but the thing is unless he has like a little slit well, I was trying little to trap door like the old fashioned long jumps Suicide Squad and the Justice League to me they just felt completely fresh just as Infinity War did yeah because and it's not giving spoilers but how graphic Suicide Squad is and the places they go with it I would like it if with some of the Marvel shows um, films say like when they bring in Blade or Punisher yeah don't go for the not everything has to be for the entire family agreed um, but then again <laughs> Blade yeah. certainly wasn't, and the last Punisher crime, uh, Punisher yeah. film, was it War on Crime? Uh, War Zone. War Zone. War on Crime was the comic. Yeah. War Zone, that most certainly did. Yeah, but both of those, these were before they came back. Yeah, to these Marvel. weren't actually Marvel movie universe. So my biggest hope is, just like they said with Daredevil, that he's going to continue as he was with Fox. Yeah. I would like if with some of these other heroes, say if they bring, do a Ghost Rider movie, I would just like it now that we've had the big story. Can we kind of start seeing some of these heroes maybe... In one-offs. One-offs yeah. kind of have, like with the Venom, um, Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. That looks like proper carnage. They've already said it's not going to be, uh, you know, your... Is it rated G? Yeah. It's it's going for the, the general audiences. Yeah. It's going to go... It, it <clears throat> basically, Suicide Squad was exactly what it needed to yeah. be in terms of certification and classification. So, do you want to give us a quick run-through <coughs> of the plot, Tiff? Of Suicide Squad? Yes, The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Okay, so... Mm. Spoiler free. Yes. Spoiler. Ooh, tricky one. They are. Uh, you are a kit now, a critic in training. Okay, okay. So they um um um. What's her name? Amanda Strap. Waller. Waller. Oh. The wall. <coughs> okay. Amanda Waller makes sets up a crew, a certain crew, to. Go to the Suicide Squad. No. Well, where they go to is the Corto Maltese. The Corto Maltese go. is a fictional island uh, that was introduced back in in the. I think it was first mentioned actually in the Dark Knight Returns Batman story. Yeah. See, I it's don't a have fictional... all this back info. Well, you should. You've lived here. Um, you, they, it's a, it's a fictional South American island, a little banana republic, loosely based on Cuba. Mm. And in the Batman movie of 1989 with Michael Keaton. Wow. I mean, the, the, um, the listener isn't going to know, but there was actually a technical difficulty that between us, we just edited out there. 
first back time. to what we yeah. were saying. <coughs> In the movie with Michael Keaton, Corto Maltese was actually the island where Vicky Vale had taken those photographs, those harrowing war photographs, that she was showing the Joker that he ah. thought was art. Yeah. See? Oh, right. Yeah. Anyhow, carry on with your synopsis. Oh, God, I'm, I'm carrying on. Yeah, because, um, again, what the listener doesn't know is since you started that synopsis, although only 17 <coughs> minutes of, of our podcast time has elapsed, mm. through the trickery of time travel, we have been sitting here an additional 10 minutes yeah. on top of that. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, there's a crew that she gathers and they go to the island. Unfortunately, the crew don't go any further. That's right. Um, we we were surprised. I mean, they told us right from the beginning not to get used to any members yeah. of them. Uh, yeah. we, we had some surprising losses mm. because they weren't the A team. They were the B team. Yeah. They were there offered as a yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised by that as well. It was kind of like a sucker punch, really. It was yeah. a complete sucker punch. Yeah. Um, a few are lost, a few are not. We are not going to tell you nope. who. Um, so why are they on the island? What's going on? Are they there for a vacay? No, the president... Oh, I don't know how to say this. Dad, take over. Okay. <laughs> The island of Corta Maltese has a research lab that was built by the Nazis. Yes. They have encountered an alien creature called Starro, which is, to all intents and purposes, a giant starfish with an eye right yeah. in its middle. Yeah. Oh. And Starro is replicating himself and also has the means to basically make the local people that he's exposed to and latches onto like the alien you know yeah. from alien, uh, <laughs> alien, alien from alien. aliens yeah uh, it's been a long day um they they're very susceptible to doing his will so the suicide squad are there to put an end to this now what do you know about starro the conqueror i knew nothing before i watched the movie nothing nothing Okay, um, we are going to turn the mic over to Steve as soon as he sits back down again and lets our quiet fourth member of the team, Bo, out to have a drink of water. So, should we break out? Should you do something entertaining? Okay, back to you. Basically, um, I, I, like I said, I, I think... For me, I found it really refreshing because, as you said, it's exactly what the Suicide Squad needed to be. Yes. Another reason I think, for me, it really worked is with Marvel, and it's nothing against Marvel, we've had so many Marvel shows back-to-back, -back, just catching up after COVID and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Despite the fact we've only actually had the Black Widow movie, I'm starting to feel like it's like, okay, we've had one, now another, now another. It's like, it, it's all very much similar. Whereas with Suicide Squad, it's 
this is new it's fresh again it, it's their mission was more of a suicide squad mission compared to the first which i felt was more of a justice league mission than a suicide squad mission because enchantress taking over part a city in america i think it was chicago it felt more that's a justice league problem Whereas in the Court of Maltese, this is a Suicide Squad problem. It, it made more sense. The stakes were somehow <coughs> not as grand and you could get away with it yeah. better being a covert black ops yeah. off the books kind of thing. Now, what I did ask you was, what do you know about Starro the Conqueror, the alien Oh, he's one of my favourite villains. Now then, Tiffany, yeah. as you know nothing of Starro the Conqueror... No. You need to go and sit under the tree of learning that is your brother Stephen. <laughs> now, the first time we read the Justice League, yeah, there was a character that who's told... the we? Is it a grand we? Grand we. Oh, okay. We learnt. I read it first. <laughs> we learnt that there's a threat coming to Earth. Okay. Peter the pufferfish was bobbing upside down, minding How, his are own. Are we bus- actually being serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this I didn't is nineteen. 19- 19... <laughs> 60, and this is the Golden Age. Sorry, no, 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 silver. it's the Silver Age, where things were a little bit wacky. Oh, okay. And he was the one that told Aquaman that Starra was coming. Because so, a giant starfish fell from space. So basically, right. the one, the person that actually got the Justice League together was a fish. Right, okay, I'm with you. An upside-down puffer fish yeah. called Percy. Percy. Or Peter. 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 Oh, Peter. Who was, Pete, who was Percy then? I don't know. The dragon? Okay. Um, no, that was Puff, the magic dragon. Then I always, I always oh, no, thought... Oh, no, Peter dragon as well, isn't it? I always thought that with Starro, I never thought he'd really work in a film because of him being a giant starfish. Mm-hmm. But I was actually amazed by how well he actually did work. Did anybody else feel a bit like squeamish when they were doing like proper like close up looks on the actual starfish and the skin and the all the? He looked the... amazing yeah. because oh. if you'd have told me a year ago, all the texture and his, uh, uh, I would be seeing Starro from the Silver Age of DC. Yeah. Executed on screen as a full on kaiju monster yeah i would not have believed you <laughs> but it completely worked it did it did i just i didn't i didn't like the close-ups of his skin and then when he released mini starfish it, it, it freaked me out i felt rather uncomfortable well, well, I, rather uncomfortable, <laughs> the, rather thing, uncomfortable. the thing is as well I, I just think that as well what i loved in suicide squad is you have something as ridiculous as starro but the story itself is so strong. And I, I don't know. I think it's just in the recent DC films, I just feel like they're really hitting out of the park over and over again. Mm. Apart from one element of Wonder Woman yeah. 84, the bit that I feel um, she sees this guy... Um, as 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 her boyfriend from the first film, and you know they carry on from there in a physical relationship. It all seems a little bit rapey to me yeah. because I don't believe the guy gave his consent. No. And what I felt then, and I feel it right now, is 
if it was uh, the other way around, and it was perhaps, I don't know, Superman and Lois Lane, feminist groups oh, would, they would be... Oh, they would definitely have something to say about it. Yes, yeah. there would definitely. be protests. And, yeah. and rightly so. Yeah. But because it's switched the other way... It's kind of like... People no just one's... aren't seeing yeah. it. Yeah. So that's... A little bit of uh, double standards, but there we go. So what do you think of performances? Would you go Will Smith or would you go Idris Elba? Because the Will Smith character, Deadshot, was supposed to be in this. Yeah. Okay. Idris Elba did not want to play a part that Will Smith had played. Yeah. He wanted to play somebody different. So Deadshot became Bloodshot. Bloodspot. Bloodspot, sorry, Bloodshot. <laughs> <coughs> And basically, they just changed the costume. The lines were yeah. those that Will Smith would have said. They so didn't how change come it. Will Smith didn't play it? I don't know. Oh, so we, d but we don't know. We haven't been in touch with Will's people. Bloodspot. Oh, well, we need a, to get in touch Will with needs Will. to answer to yeah. Piercing the Veil. Yeah, exactly. Bloodspot did come before Deadshot in okay. the comics. What did you make of uh, Margot Robbie this time round? In her third appearance as Harley Quinn. I think she's one of... Well, we've never seen an actual live action of Harley Quinn, have we? Live action Harley Quinn? We have. Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey. Other than that, obviously, Margot Robbie. No. Thank you. We all know Margot Robbie. Wow, we're really being pedantic. Oh, I wow. thought Margot mm -hmm. Robbie... Well, I'm going to say she's the best Harley Quinn, but she's the only Harley Quinn I've seen then. Women say that the pain of childbirth ends with childbirth. But you didn't The fathers have the pain of that birth for life, apparently. Anyhow. <coughs> wow. <coughs> wow. So, go ahead. Margot Robbie, do you have anything else to say? Any new nuances to her character? Because I thought she was a little less frantic this time than we have yeah. seen her before. But that worked quite well. She's yeah. a little bit understated. She's more comics this time. Yes. Yeah, so I think that this time around she's a bit more quiet, whereas other people seem to have taken more of the light. So in actual Suicide Squad, I felt like the light was mainly directed on her. Yeah. And yeah. also in Birds of Prey, obviously that is a film about her so the, the light would be mainly on her but in the suicide squad she seems to have taken a step back a bit and let other people have a bit more of the light i mean she's still really good and she comes out with some fantastic lines so i really enjoyed the performance from her and like the when she is stuck in a place apparently all that is all her. Yeah, no, CGI. no CGI. That's right, her escape. Yeah. yeah. And the amazing practically double jointedness yeah. and gymnastics that she displays. It's uh, all, all her. her. Yeah. Now have you seen her in I Tonya? Yes, I have. That is an amazing, yes. amazing I bought film. that D V D with you. You recommended me to buy it. Ah right. Yeah. See guys, it's not all superheroes. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, voice artist for uh, King Shark. No, oh, I loved King Shark. 
<laughs> so simple, but oh, he was so cute. He was. He was. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I was hoping that he would not be one of the ones killed off, and I am giving a spoiler away in that he does indeed yeah. survive. Yes. To eat another day or another person. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the big question, the elephant in the room, John Cena. His breakout movie. Yeah. By far. Yeah. 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 I think he did some amazing acting there. I think he did it well. Um, I've read a little bit behind the scenes. And he he didn't quite know how to do yeah. the Peacemaker. And James Gunn told him, because he was doing it a bit Captain America, yeah. straight arrow. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn told him, okay, the Captain America thing's working, but we need it a little bit different. How about approach it as a bro Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> and Cena said, as soon as he said that, I knew exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. yeah. And it worked really well. Now, he is upcoming in a television series to be shown here in the UK, we believe in January, on oh, Sky yeah. Atlantic. Okay. But really, when you think about it, that is John Cena's first full film. Like she, ha- he has been in other films, so like, say like Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home Two. But he's good in Fast been... and Furious Nine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, he's in uh, Bumblebee, but he wasn't in it that long. See, that's what I mean. He seems to I, have I liked like, him in that. He, he seems was to have good. snippets in parts yeah. of movies, but this was like his first. His full first movie. Yeah. full movie was Blockers. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's course. quite good. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that is good. Now he has got a range that, other than, well, Dwayne Johnson, yeah, who will be coming up in the show, uh, in a few minutes, not in person. I hasten to add. Yeah, what a shame. Um, few others have managed to to accomplish. Um, take Hulk Hogan, for example. Yeah, he was always Hulk Hogan. And he didn't have any range. He's entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no Holds Bad is a cult movie for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, um, Suburban Commando, I think, was the best that he he ever did. Though I did enjoy back when you were a toddler. Yeah. And you weren't yet born watching Thunder in Paradise. Yes. It's basically Airwolf or Night Rider, but with oh, a boat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, Dave Batista. He's okay doing what he does in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but he doesn't talk much, so is that why he's okay in it? Basically, you just need his physiques <coughs> and his occasional one-liners in in Guardians of the Galaxy I don't think that he could carry a full film he could be an action hero yeah I I don't rate him much in Army of the Dead no we saw him in the uh, the Uber film Stuba Stuba he was alright but but he would that that comedy would not set the world on fire but he, he tends to do in all his films it's like he's trying to be Drax in some ways. Yeah, because and he's he's one note, isn't he? A bit like Hulk Hogan. And he doesn't mm. seem to know what else to do. 
Yeah. And yet he'll actually say in interviews and stuff that he sees himself, and he's being completely serious, mm. as far more talented than Dwayne Johnson or John Cena. What? He said he's yeah. not... Okay. And <coughs> we do believe that he managed to say this without a trace of irony. Yeah. Wow. See, I think some wrestlers can pull it off and do movies. Dwayne Johnson, for instance, like obviously he can do it. And John Cena is showing that too now. But other wrestlers, I just feel like but you're forgetting you just with... you're not all you can not all you can do, that sounds a bit belittling, but it just seems that what you're good at is on the ring and don't try and he go did, on to something John else. John Cena just... did have another two movies that a lot of people have forgotten about in The Marine and 12 Rounds. Ah, they were films specifically made for WWE but when they the... went into film production. And those yeah. two did get cinema releases. Yeah. Because the very ones... limited. Yeah. Very, very... Li- I mean, uh, by very limited, I mean a handful of cinemas for a couple of days just so they could yeah. s- the bare minimum yeah. so they could have bragging rights to having a cinema the release. The one that actually got the mm. biggest cinema release that people seem to forget about a lot was um, See No Evil. The one with, with Kane. Oh, I remember that. Um, that was a relatively decent horror movie. Yeah. yeah. But again, you didn't need to do much acting. No, exactly. No. You know, it was because he was he was mute, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. I just threw that chain around. He was basically being Kane. Yeah. 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 Well, <coughs> Kane mixed with a little bit of Jason Voorhees. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> now let's turn to perhaps the most talented actor to come out of the WWE, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Mm. We have followed Dwayne Johnson since the first time he stepped into the ring as Flex Cavana. Yeah. Then he became Rocky Maivia, um, got a championship way too quickly. The fans rejected him, and he kind of reinvented himself as The Rock. Yeah. He very wisely retired from wrestling to follow a film career after a debut in... Uh, Mummy Returns, wasn't it? No, sir. Scorpio. No, No, Star Trek Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. Ah. He was a, a like a like a, a gladiator yeah. warrior green in one an piece. episode of Star Trek Voyager. It's a green one piece, wasn't oh, okay. it? I think so. And then what film was it? Then it was The Mummy Returns. Oh. And then it was The Scorpion King, which enlarged uh, his character as The Scorpion King. I was oh, feeding it okay. to you. Okay, I'm really sorry. Wow. Oh, child. <laughs> but since then, he's gone up and up and up and up and up. Mm. And he makes a certain kind of yeah. film. I think that he keeps to his own... He knows what his strength is, where he's a likeable hero. Yeah. Mm. And he can get away with the cheesy one-liners that not even Arnold Schwarzenegger could get away with in the Mm. 80s. And you know you're going to have a good time. I mean, we... Nobody else could really have pulled off the role of Hobbs the way that he did in the the Fast and Furious franchise and in Hobbs and Shaw. Have you seen that yet? 
I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. And your thoughts on it? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very like action packed. I like that part when um they first meet each other, you know. And they just they, hate each yeah. other. And they just hate each other, yeah. but it's that whole like like blabbing on at each other, but that was like not scripted, was it? No. That was ad libbed with yeah. him and Jason Statham. Yeah. Now coming uh around Christmas time on Netflix is one that I am really looking forward to. What's that? Called Red what? Just Red. Just, Just No, red. it's got it's red something else. The red films were the ones with Bruce Willis and Helen Mirren and John Malkovich. It's not Red State, is it? No, no, that was Kevin um Smith. Kevin Smith. I think it's like Red One yeah. or something. And in it, you have three stars that basically is like a wish list cast. Mm. Dwayne Johnson with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. <laughs> with Gal Gadot. Oh, wow, that's going to be cool. <laughs> in what we believe is an action comedy. Yeah. See, I can actually sum up. Jungle Cruise very quickly without giving any spoilers and it's the easiest way that anyone would be able to follow it go for it Dwayne Johnson does Pirates of the Caribbean set in the jungle yes okay there are that's pretty supernatural much... beings um, <coughs> you have ridden the Jungle Cruise in Disney World yeah um, I did actually um, sorry, going from that, you messaged me a while ago saying that you watched the Disney Plus um, Behind the Attractions. That was last week, yes. Yeah, so I found that really interesting. So I started watching it, and the first episode is about Jungle Cruise. That is correct. And then I was wondering, oh, is that the one in Disneyland Paris? And then I did a bit of research, but that's actually it the doesn't only even exist one. in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, that's the only one. They didn't actually put one in Disneyland Paris because what they said was, other European attractions have already copied Jungle Cruise, so they wanted to give a complete different authentic look and didn't want to include Jungle Cruise in Disneyland Paris because other attractions have already done it in Europe. Yeah. So they wanted to give Europe, like, people. Europeans. Europeans, there we go, thank you. Europe people. Europe people. They wanted to give Europeans uh, something different to yeah. entice them to go into Disneyland Paris. And of course, they are still developing Disneyland Paris they, as well. They, yeah. But the, the, the actual ride started off dead serious, as you saw from that documentary on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And people thought it was a bit stodgy, mm. a little bit boring. Yeah. And they added humour to it. Yeah. And that's where the, the film kind of takes its cue. Like... The skipper of the Jungle Cruise, who basically shows you, you know, the backside of water and all mm. that. That's what uh, Dwayne Johnson plays. He's he's that skipper. He goes up and down the Amazon, mm. and he gives fake tours to people. Uh, natives will attack the boat, and basically the tribesmen, and they're they're all in on the game. Yeah. So it's kind of a colossal con. Mm. Um, but he soon finds himself having to go on a quest for real. Um, we've got undead conquistadors from Spain who've been uh, turned into these apparitions uh, centuries ago, but have to stay within the confines yeah. of the Amazon River. 
So there's that, uh, it's a bit like the pirates that turn into zombies by moonlight in Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the first film. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a bit like that, and what you said is exactly yeah. right. Um, Dwayne Johnson does what Dwayne Johnson does. Mm. I found it to be... Remember, I always used to love you know, Autumn and Winter, my Sunday afternoon movies. Yeah. And they'd usually be a, an action movie, something yeah. like that. Jungle Cruise is, to me, a perfect Sunday afternoon movie. Right. It's a little bit on the long side. Yeah. But he and Emily Blunt team up, and it's it's a perfect matchup. Yeah. Um... For the for all the times that I've, I've I've watched one of those old jungle movies, or where they go on a quest or something like that, and said you know they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. This set in nineteen sixteen, which is right in the middle of the First World War, mm. they do. Yeah, right. and of course in Hot Pursuit, are a bunch of Germans who want the same thing, and they take a submarine down the Amazon. Right. Which I've always wondered yeah. why nobody ever really did. Yeah. But I would I would actually give it. On my scale of 1 to 10, I would be happy to give it a 7. Okay. I'd go more for an 8. Okay. Fair. And Suicide Squad would definitely be a 10. It might have suffered because we did a double bill of Suicide Squad and Jungle Cruise. I think the problem with Yeah, Jungle... they're two completely different movies, yeah, aren't but, they? Yeah, but, you know, it's like the Avengers. We saw the Avengers and we saw... Battleship. Battleship. And although Battleship has a... St- Stunningly stupid moment where they take an old destroyer and basically drop the anchor so they can do a handbrake turn in it (laughs) in the water. You know, it's it's a spectacle of a film. I was going to say that I think the reason people find Jungle Cruise long is because it's done exactly that. They've made a film, a jungle film, you know, set in 1916, you know, the films that, you know, they used to make. Yeah. But because they've made so many other, there've been so many other films since then. Because it's so much like one of those films, I don't think that people quite kind of. It, I think for some reason they're expecting more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but maybe. it's the ride itself. You know, there's nothing more they could do with it. No, no, it's not a film that you can. De- uh, not a a ride that you can develop or add to. Now, another film that Steve and I saw the other, well, the other night was Aftermath yeah. on Netflix. Have you seen that? No, but I have got a, a, a film I watched on Netflix. Oh, go for it, it go for it, go for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I watched a movie called Vacation. It's basically okay. just a comedy adventure movie. It's kind of like, I don't I don't think you've watched it, um, where We Are The Millers, where they take Seen it. Yeah, it's nothing to do with drugs. Not the Millers, Vacation. Oh, Vacation, yeah. When they take an RV. They take an RV, they basically... um, So the dad wants to... um, They go for a a yearly trip as a family, and instead of doing the same yearly trip um, to the cabin, because he sees the pictures of every yearly trip that his wife is getting more and more unhappy doing the same trip every time. Oh, God, it hasn't dawned on you. It has. It has, it has now. It has. Okay, no, good. I already know. I already know. That's okay. what I was going to say. Um, 
So he goes saying that he had a trip with his family. Yeah. And um, to I can't remember. It's a, it's a basically a theme park. Wally's. Um, no. No, you're thinking of um, one of the Chevy Chase films, aren't you? Yeah. It's not one of those, is it? Yeah. With Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. I might have probably seen it then. No, you haven't seen Vacation. It's a 2015 film. You haven't seen Vacation. It's on Netflix. I've oh. seen it. Yeah. So, um, but it's actually really cool. So they take this, um, oh, really horrible car to do a basically en route trip, but obviously stop off in different places and do different. I've seen one where they go to Wally World. Yeah, th- this basically is his son. His son takes his own family. He's like a grown adult. Oh, right, now. okay. Yeah. Is the son still played by Johnny Galicki? No. No. Okay. No, the son is now Ed, Ed Helms. Okay. But the son. But he's out of um, Hangover. But. Uh, okay. Let's see, let's see. The let's son see. pretty much changed every film anyway. Right, okay. Hangover with the Millers. Tag, he's in Tag. I've seen Tag. Yeah. So basically, um, they actually stop off because at one point they don't have a car and they actually stop off at um, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. House. Yeah. And it's, it is actually him yeah. and the wife as well, Beverly Dang- D- D'Angelo. 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 Yeah. Beverly D'Angelo. D'Angelo. <laughs> I say things phonetically. It's not my fault. I'm Welsh. <laughs> Beverly Dangelo. <laughs> That's why I hate saying new words. Give that woman some Viagra. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's supposed to be a PG podcast. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I only had one problem with that film. I thought the kids in it at times, the comedy was a bit much. Yeah, yeah. It was but... kind of... I, I thought that in some... Sometimes, like you have, I know kids doing comedy, mm. which is funny, but at times I was thinking, hold on, some this was is a bit too much. Some of this, you're kind of there's believable family, kind of say, if you and me were at the back Light of a car, yeah. And some of it, I was thinking, seriously, d- dial this false. all the way, dial yeah. this all the way down, yeah. But it was good, and I like the <coughs> reference that they did back to, um. Lampoon's Christmas yeah. Vacation, like they brought actually the car back. Yeah. All oh, right. So he actually his car broke down, um, and he actually the old station wagon. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. actually had to finish the trip in the old station wagon. So I did enjoy yeah. that. And then after we watched, it's an Adam Sandler movie called The Cobbler, where he makes these shoes with the special machine that his dad used to make, and um, the shoes that people brought in. If he fixed them using this machine and then wore their shoes, that he was then that person. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. But there's only to be fair, there's only two Adam Sandler films I've ever liked. Yeah. And that's Click and Pixels. Do you not like The Longest Yard? I really like The Longest Yard. Not really. I watched that a few weeks ago, and I he plays the same whiny character in all these films, other than Click and. Um, pixels. I tried to watch um, a, a movie called I think it was uh, Funny People. Yeah. Oh, we that's tried to watch where we it wrote him off, wasn't it? Because we thought, okay, he's got these, you know, like A-list comedians in it, mm. and we watched it, and it's one of the most depressing movies you'll ever watch. Mm. Yeah, dressed up as a comedy. Yeah. The only person who could bring you that kind of insightful sadness in a yeah. comedy and get away with it 
was the late great Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh, I read that. Yeah. Aftermath. Um, it looks a little bit like a haunted house story. Mm. Uh, based on true events. Okay. It has some genuinely chilling moments in it. The setup is <coughs> there's a murder suicide in a house. Yeah. The cleanup cr- uh, crew. Uh, come in and basically clean the place up, get the brains off the walls and all this. Mm. Um, but they're, they're the team leader, his marriage is in trouble, his wife has had a divorce, they're looking for a fresh start, and he buys this house that he's just cleaned up cheaply. Okay. It's a massive house. And weird things start to happen. Mm. He gets subscriptions to porn magazines through the post. Weird. That he's never ordered. No. Yeah. Somebody says, uh, somebody sets their car on fire, and, you know, it's it's, it's weird things. Then yeah. some supernatural type things happen. Um, she finds photos of herself sleeping on her phone. Oh, I wouldn't like that. And the best chilling moment is... When she's looking through the bedroom door into the corridor, she sees this very grey hand come slowly onto the floor. Mm. And at that moment, it was staring 8 out of 10 straight in the face. Because I was feeling uneasy, I was feeling unsettled, I was feeling uncomfortable. All the things that a good horror movie, a good haunted house movie, (coughs) should do. They, they there's an explanation as to part of it, and there goes an, an another edit. It's not our night. Friday the thirteenth was yesterday, yep. but we'll carry on. <laughs> anyway, they explain some of this, and I might as well spoil it because you know what the director spoiled it. Yeah, just by making it. Oh well, so it's not worth watching. No. no. Oh, okay no. then. I'm I like, oh, I might watch this tonight then. No, I wouldn't. Um, okay. it's got. Uh, the car on fire and the porn subscription and some of the other stuff is all due to the seller's husband um, being against the people who bought it so cheap because he wants to buy it and sell it at a higher price. Mm. And the, the, the camera stuff is all due to another guy that nobody knew about living in the house, basically like the people under the stairs in the Wes Craven movie, he, he's basically grey in colour and tone. He is the lover of the wife from the murder-suicide. Oh, wow. And basically, he hides under the bed. Oh. So he looks like Gollum trying to text. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a bit like that um, Jordan Peele film, Us. Yeah. Where for the first three quarters of the film... I'm into this movie about evil doppelgangers. Mm. Then the final quarter, they try to explain it, and it takes away all the film's power. Yeah. They could have cut out all the explanation about Otto, the Gollum character, and it would have been a far better film. Mm. In that scene, it went from an eight tumbling down to a six. See, for me... I, I mean, we've watched you know a bunch of Netflix movies. Um, I know you weren't keen on it, but if you take Army of the Dead, the kind mm. of 
level of effects, um, the two that you mentioned, the oxygen. Oxygen, or in its um, original French, <coughs> oxygen, mm. and the stowaway. And if you haven't seen those, watch them. To Especially me, oxygen. This one mm. felt like. You know when you go into Asda and you've got your bag in DVDs? Yeah. And those bag in DVDs are then cut in half price. Yeah. And you still don't buy them. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Okay. It's. It, even the acting from the beginning is like, this is stiff there's nothing to this yeah and the second as you said the um golem type character yeah and you, you know he's texting yeah i was thinking in what day he's and texting age, people off her phone what day and uh. age now does your mobile phone not have a lock on it yeah um, everyone's they have a dog it. how come he can wander around the house at will hiding in secret rooms that nobody ever saw Admittedly, it was a big house. And the dog doesn't even bark. Well, I don't know. It's a dog boomer. Oh, well, yeah. Bo would have barked. Yeah, Bo would have barked. So that's basically all we've got for this yeah. time. So we've covered a fair bit of material. And we will be back. Let me check the diary. I think it's at the end of the month. Um, we should be back on, we're not doing the 22nd, we are doing Saturday the 28th, which is bank holiday weekend, weekend. Oh. and the weekend where we celebrate 30 years of Stephen. I think we're going to have to say, I, I think we're going to have to do like the top 10 of like my greatest hits. Yes. And my greatest misses. Oh, no, God. it's going to be 30. So we'll do 10 of Stephen's greatest moments and 20 OMG moments. <laughs> but all my great moments, you can pile on and say how great they were. Okay, are you going to... You come up with your 10 greatest. We, between us, will come with your 20 fails. Done. All right, then. Oh, I'm starting now. Oh, and if any I'm listener out there wants to join in... Please go on my Facebook page. Just look for Robin Pierce. Go on the Facebook page and tell me your suggestion for some of Steve's greatest fails. Or me. You can tell me as well. Tiffany Pierce, look me up on Facebook. Yeah. But don't tell Stephen Pierce because we would <laughs> like it to be a surprise. So until next time. It's farewell from the star of our next show. Me, Stephen Pierce. It's farewell from the junior partner. Me, Tiff Pierce. And from me, it's stay different, stay weird, and for you who know who you are, hey kids! <laughs> <laughs>